State of the division for the NL Central. This is Ryan Ficklesign, manager editor, just baseball. Got Clay Snowden here, one of our talented writers. And before we hit record, we were just going back and forth for a minute. Like, what do we talk about? We decided there's nothing to talk about with this division. All right, that was yeah, the show. It, <laughs> it, it is a really terrible division. Um, and, you know, we all thought it was going to be Brewers Cardinals coming into the year, and it'll be a, this neck to neck race. And, um, like Ethan and I have been saying all year, the Brewers are not very good, and they're starting to kind of show that. They're, I mean, it's nine and a half out at this point. Um, there's a better conversation to be had about the Brewers making a wild card, which we could have, but we were just saying, is this the most boring and worst division imaginable right now? And I, I just watched the Pirates play baseball, for example, uh, one of the three terrible teams in this division, and they got swept by the Mets in a doubleheader. The second game of that doubleheader, I have never seen a team. Well, I have probably, but they fall right up on that list of like the worst yeah. efforts you could ever possibly. I watched like. that game. Yeah, it was bad. And right now, you know, when you look around the league and it's funny because, you know, I'm watching baseball and obviously being a Reds fan, it's really difficult for me to watch an entire Reds game right now. And it's mostly because not only the roster and the record, but just kind of the burnout factor is like. Oh my gosh, dude, Derek Laws and the game <laughs> pitching or like, you know, who's starting tonight and it's, you know, some scrub that has no, no factor into the future. That's hard to watch. Yeah. And that's kind of the way it is around the entire division right now. And um, just to give you an idea, like I'm watching the Cubs game the other day and I hope that this doesn't come off as rude or anything, but they had Alfonso Rivas mic'd up. And I was like, is that really what the fans like? That's Do what we have wanted. to hear what Alfonso Rivas has to say during the game? Like, you know what's so sad about that is there are the fans out there, and trust me, if the Mets were in the tank, I'd be in the same spot where you can't help yourself. You watch the team every day. Yeah. And so, yeah, there is that Cubs fan that's like, oh, what a nice change of pace. Instead of just watching the Cubs get shellacked, yeah. I get to hear Alfonso Rivas talk to me for a little bit. And the best part about it was, you know, a lot of times with the mic'd up, it's like, stars and they kind of know what they're doing yeah. and the mic'd up content he gave was just so bland like he just didn't really know what to say or do you could tell he was uncomfortable like in the yeah. in the uh in the dugout with the mic on like do i talk to people do i not it was it was funny because just from an outsider's perspective like this guy doesn't know what he's doing well yeah he, he might not know what he's doing on the diamond anyway uh yeah. you look at the there, there's a difference between like, like for example even the Nationals, say what you want about them. They're six and four in their last 10. They have a couple of, of young players that are going for something. The Pirates, at least in that final game, I mean, they just look like they were they, they were completely given up on the season. They're just counting the days till it's over. You have some teams in baseball, like the Diamondbacks, I think it's a much better example. The Diamondbacks, they have a future that we're watching. You know, you got yeah. Corbin Carroll, they got Alec Thomas. Like, th- there's something brewing there. Zach Gallen is, is is awesome right now, but th- there's at least some pieces and there's a direction. The th- problem with this division is I, I think the, the Reds have a direction in that their farm system's so good, but the Cubs and the Pirates are, are and even the Reds as far as what we're watching currently on the field. Yeah. It's not like those prospects have really made it up. It's outside of what Spencer Steer, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so right I, now, I mean, I, that's what I would look- say. Look at each of these teams. Give me the Reds first. 
what player are we watching down the stretch that actually Man. is going towards the future? Is it just Steer? And that's the thing, you know, I, I usually tweet during the games and everything, and I've just kind of put that on the back burner. It's just because, like, I don't need to be updating people on Austin Romine's single. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's just not something that drives me. Um, Spencer Steer, somebody to watch. The fans are raving right now about TJ Friedel, 27-year-old, who's um, kind of got a cup of coffee in the majors, but that's it. He's hitting really well. I don't want to take that away from him, but TJ Friedel being the excitement around your team with Spencer Steers is, is, you know, you wish you'd had more there right now. Yeah. Um, Justin Dunn, your, your old guy, Justin Dunn, man, walking batters left and right, but people are discussing if he can be a five in the future. Like that's what the Reds have. You look at the Cubs and I don't know if, if, if there's a, it's just sales Suzuki. I mean, is he going to turn into something after they gave him that big contract, you know, on the Cubs radio, um, because broadcast marquee network, they were talking that, you know, the, everyone's kind of burning out on these bad teams. Yeah. The TV guys talked for 15 minutes about how Seiya Suzuki does not like ice cream <laughs> and how strange that is and how it's like, you know, they just kept making joke after joke after joke. Cause we're in mid September or approaching mid September and they've just <laughs> run out of things to talk about on this team. That's not really producing much to talk about. I, I think that we're we're at a point here with this the two things that are really left to monitor in this division. I, I think that it's the cards are running away with it, so it's almost like a foregone conclusion they're going to win it. It's the pool holes chase, obviously. Uh, you know, your, your favorite storyline of the season has been the pool holes chase, and I'm glad that you're on here today to talk about that. It's it's funny because I wrote that article as more of a uh, a love letter to Albert Pujols. It was being like, hey, I want Albert back. I want more Albert in my life. There's no chance he gets to 700 this year, so I just want some more Albert. I want him to come back and make history, and that's something I've been rooting for for the past like five years. I'm always the guy that's looking. How close is he to 700? Can he get there? Can he get there? Then I write the article that it won't happen this year, and it starts to happen, and now I'm rooting against it all of a sudden because I'm like, man. How wrong was I? It's crazy the season he's put up, um, you know, on the way out. What's nuts right now is I'm looking over his baseball reference here, a 143 OPS plus this season, career OPS plus of 144. So you're saying he's regressing a little bit. (laughs) What I'm saying is I'm shocked that he's hitting close to his career line. Yeah, it's incredible what he's doing. Now he's doing most of his damage against lefties. And every time we turn on the TV – He's facing a lefty. It's yeah. unbelievable. And I texted you the other day. It was like, oh, my gosh, dude. Drew Smiley is on the mound. Like, he's going to hit a home run. Like, he's going to. Yeah, Drew Smiley pitching. And guess what he did? He hit a home run. He's getting these, like, cupcake matchups. And I'm not saying it's rigged. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just saying it's ironic. It's funny when I turn on the TV and it's, like, the ultimate matchup, it's like, oh, I got to wait for Pujols to bat because there's this soft-tossing lefty who's going to throw him a juice ball right over the middle. Exactly, a juice ball. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's funny with the Brewers and what we're watching here is kind of a direction of the franchise, I think. Yeah. They are in a spot right now, always been a small market team, typically spends less than Cincinnati. A lot of people forget that. A lot of the hierarchy in terms of spending are Cardinals and Cubs near the top, Cincinnati Brewers around the same flip-flop and depending on years, but oftentimes Cincinnati does spend more and then the Pirates at the bottom. 
So what are the Brewers going to do? They're sitting in a position right now where they have a talented team. They just traded away Josh Hader because they're afraid of the contract he's going to cost. Also wasn't pitching too well and has kind of continued that course. Where do they go as a franchise? The starting pitching is going to get more expensive, right? They are all are arbitration eligible, but those numbers are going to continue to tick up. They obviously have flaws in this lineup. I think what we're seeing right now is kind of a directional standpoint for the Brewers. They need to add if they want to be better, right? We saw last year, everything fell in line during the regular season and they looked like this great team, but really the stars just in line. They had a ton of holes. Now they're in a position where they're realizing and maybe it's a shock to the system of, man, we missed the playoffs. We have to add, will they spend that money knowing that these other contracts with Burns and um, Woodruff and whatnot are going to be coming up? Here's where they screwed up. Originally, Christian Yelich with the Miami Marlins, 2015, signed a seven-year contract. That would have made him a free agent in 2023. There was no need to sign him to that extension when they did. Yeah. They gave him that contract as a thank you so much for being amazing when we got you and being an MVP. Yeah. And now you're looking at Yelich, who is not the same player. It's just a fact at this point. Now, he's still a good player. He's just not a $26 million player. And they're paying him that one, two, three, four, five, six more seasons. Look Until at the deferred money. Not to mention the deferred money, not to mention that there is a mutual option on it uh, in 2029 when he's 37. I think that deferred money goes for like 20 more years or something. It's crazy. Yeah, deferred uh, money is paid $2.5 million each from 2031 to 2042. <laughs> yeah, 20, yeah. So it's, it's all the way up until 2042. That's literally 20 years from now. They will be paying Christian Yelich. That's where they screwed up. And now you're at this point where are they going to spend to try to win with Yelich and with the pitchers that they have? Or are they going to see Yelich on the books? Are they going to make Yelich the, the last man standing? Are they going to be the team that says, you know what? Let's trade Corbin Burns. Let's trade Woodruff. Let's trade all these guys. Let's start fresh, which could happen. That and this that is, could be this offseason for all we know. We could find out that they're selling. This division sucks this year. It is not interesting at all. We all know that. But look around the division and say, oh my gosh, the next couple of years, this could flip and be extremely interesting. You have the Pirates O'Neill Cruz. They still are building a little bit of a core. You can squint and see what they're doing. They have prospects coming up. Question will always be the same with them. How aggressive will they be with money? You have the Brewers, as we just discussed. The Reds have one of the best farm systems. And they've shown a little bit of spending. They spent $164 million um, on the pay on the payroll just a couple of years ago. They, they've spent a little bit. Will they do that? And then the Cubs. What the hell are the Cubs? Yeah. Right? They have Stroman locked up. They went out and got Wade Miley for $10 million this year. Like They signed Andrelton Simmons, who didn't even last the whole season. And Jonathan Villar, who didn't last the whole season, your guy. And... Um, that's the question. It's like, what are the Cubs going to do? Are they going to say, screw it, we're going to sign a big-time shortstop like they were rumored to do this past off season? I just see this division going up and down. Any of these teams could really flip. What we do know is, almost as always, the Cardinals will be at the top class organization of the division, 
how it's going to fall under that's going to be interesting. So while this year may suck for the division, there's a lot of intrigue going forward through the next couple of years. Yeah, and I think that that's where we're at with this division. I mean, we could try to talk about present day stuff, but I'm looking at the Brewers four games out of the wild card with uh, was that 26 to play. I don't see it, and so and, and who's ahead of them? The Phillies and the Padres are the two teams they're trying to yeah. go down. Who would you take if you had to take any of those three teams? Not the Brewers, right? Not the Brewers. I Not think the, the Phillies. Brewers. I think the Phillies, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Because I'm think I I just thought in my head which one of the other two teams could collapse to the point where the Brewers could still get in the playoffs. And I think it would be the Padres if one of the two just because yeah. You know, Josh Hader continues to pitch a 15 and, ERA. And... Yeah, and I think he got a save last night. And, you know, ho- hopefully for him, just in Padres fans and our buddy Javi, that things are going in the right direction for their own mental health. But the what Brewers... a sad franchise. But that is for another podcast. That is for State of the NOS to talk about how every single move that was applauded at the deadline, for the most part, has just come back to bite them. Even an extension of uh, Musgrove. He's pitched bad since he got signed. Crazy stuff going on in the NLS, but that is why we have podcasts on each division. Make sure you're checking out our podcast feed. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel. Check out all the articles we got going at justbaseball.com.